Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Cascali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Cascali is right for you. We ain't nobody's fool. No. We shaking up the Coming in here and it's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. Before we get into the show, I want to remind everybody to go and get their mammograms. Okay. okay. Yeah, I just went and got my mammogram. Thankfully, um, my these are they're they're clear. Okay. Yeah, but you can also check out the episode "Side Effects of Beating Breast Cancer" with Ananda Lewis on my mm-hmm. podcast "Small Doses." Mm-hmm. Uh, She talks about mammograms. She talks about the importance of getting mammograms. And, you know, the insurance companies, like, raise the age and we're like, oh, you actually don't need to get it until you're 45. But that has nothing to do with, like, actual science. So they won't cover it if you get it before. That's the type of move that they're trying Uh, to make. But most people will tell you, like, after 35 is when you should really, like, you know. Right. Like, 35 is when you should start, especially if you have a history in your family and Mm -hmm. you have, like, a genetic predisposition. You should definitely start. But, like. At 40, are you laughing at me saying predisposition? No, I'm just thinking about if I go to the doctor, tell me everything. Don't be waiting talking about some comeback next week. <laughs> tell me, run all the tests. Are we in the clear? Are we in the clear? <laughs> so uh, I went and got my membrane and it always feels good. I feel like when you do like something for your medical health mm-hmm. that is preventative, not reactive. Right. Makes you feel like I'm adulting. Right. I'm using this system the way I should to help my system. You did it. I did it. You know what today is? What? National Pennsylvania Day! Okay. Okay. Well, we are on the air in Philadelphia. We are, we are. I just know they had a, a national day. Second state to join the union. Second state to join the union. I wonder if they feel like they should. What are you doing over there? With my napkin? I'm just playing with a napkin. I, I thought you, it looked, from the, from this angle, it looked like a diaper. And I was like, why does he have a diaper? And why is he like folding it? It's like a, uh, you know people that have. Like, like a, a fidget? Yeah, I think it's like just my fidget thing. Oh. It's a napkin, so just fidget away. Napkin. And while you're fidgeting away, shout out to Pennsylvania. While yes. we're living here in Allentown. Black and yellow, black and yellow, black and yellow, oh. black and yellow. Philadelphia freedom. I love to love. Do you, yeah. like, do you wonder, do you think they regret joining the union at this point? <laughs> Pennsylvania? Yeah. What do you they feel like, dang, maybe I should have rethought that. Who, what else would they join? I don't know. We just look at where we at now. You're like, maybe I should have just stayed by myself. I don't <laughs> think the placement of Philadelphia or Pennsylvania, I should say, would have allowed that. Because they, they smack that. Right there. You know, we know with the water, the water rising, I mean, global warming, maybe a moat will come and take you right off the coast. You should know, though, that Philadelphia is very, like, progressive and, mm-hmm. you know, right. Pittsburgh is very progressive. But the rest of Pennsylvania is very, very, very gringo. They're very proud union people. Very proud Confederate <laughs> Union people. Confederate, Confederate. Confederate Union people. people. Gotcha, yeah. gotcha. So uh, we're very proud people. Uh in terms of just like really getting a chance to think about things, mm-hmm. I think it's 
really frustrating that we live in a world at this point where like you better have a full thought before you speak anything mm-hmm. or else. But I don't agree with that. And what I love about group chat Thursdays is it allows us to like literally chat and like talk through things and right. ideas. And, you know, just sometimes we start someday and by the end of the conversation, we're like, actually, you know what? I think it this way. So we are here on a Thursday to talk about all things that we have already been talking about. So one of the things are we're going to talk about dating, Amanda. We yeah. love a relationship topic. Who pays on a first date? We have our thoughts about that. Plus, you know, how do you really ask somebody, what are we? What are we doing? <laughs> Once you've crossed that threshold past the third date. Plus, we got to talk about, you know, activism. We talked about Jesse Jackson stepping down from the Push Coalition. But who are our new activists? And speaking of activists, they came out to support somebody named Carly Russell late last Carly week. Jenkins? <laughs> And yeah, we got so much, so many updates around Carly, Carly Russell. We have to dedicate a whole hour to it. So we definitely have to talk about Carly Road and <laughs> just get into that whole situation. And we have calls, and I know y'all have thoughts. And so we are going to go to the phone lines. Yes. Hit us up one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. You can chime in on any of our topics, or you can share some things you learned this week. All of the above. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn right here on the Amanda Seals Show. Actually, before I actually, sorry, let me just say this. I've talked about the podcast. You can also check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, Willful Ignorance. Mm-hmm. And you can watch it when it premieres today on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Okay, now we'll get to we'll get to our first group chat topic when we get back. It's time to listen, laugh, and learn the Amanda Seals Show. Yes, y'all, this is the Amanda Seals Show. I am Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. All right, so we've been on a group chat Thursday. We were talking about dating etiquette. Yes, whether who pays on the first date, things of that nature. But when it comes to dating Amanda, it's real tricky out here. It is. Because if you're not married, people feel like if you're not married, you're single or whatever they want to say. So, well, I saw that, like, okay, so when the whole Kiki situation happened with uh, her her child's father, like, people were like, you didn't put a, fr- a ring on her finger. She could do whatever she want. I'm uh, like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right, right. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Because we're still together. Are we a committed couple? Right, right. So it begs the question, if you're dating someone, is the person you're dating allowed to be dating multiple people at the same time? Or are you just dating one person at a time? Like, is that is that Okay. I just feel like there's a nuance to all of this. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's levels. That's why we have different names for things. Like, mm-hmm. are y'all dating or are y'all just talking? Listen, listen. And are y'all on the same page about which area y'all are in? Listen, <laughs> listen. Are you in a situationship? Yes. Where are you? Mm-hmm. You know, are, I, I know a friend who's in a scenario where it's like her and this dude, they're not like dating in the direction of romance. Mm-hmm. However, they have both committed to only sleeping with each other. Okay. This is also That's real grown up. I was literally about to say this is olderness. <laughs> this is when you like, ugh, all right. I don't gotta think about nobody else. Cool, right, cool, cool. Right, right. But I also don't gotta like be pressed about your feelings mm-hmm. and you know, it's like we have like uh um, it, it feels like it's a more looser we have understanding. And that's the other thing. People have understandings. Uh-huh. Cause you know these basketball players are out here cheating. And I feel like a lot of their wives are like, you know what? I already know what it is. Right. You got to, you got to. Again, it's about communication, knowing what's going on. So I feel like if we're on this once we're dating, right? Say this is always the beginning stages. We we go on a few days. I think you cute, think I'm cute, ha ha ha. But then we get to a point where we're like, I'm feeling you. I'm really feeling you. Then you have the conversation. What are we? What are we doing? A lot of people do not know how to have that conversation. They don't. A lot of people are also afraid to have that conversation. Mm-hmm. In the era of texting, I mm-hmm. feel like communication is going down the tubes, which is also, I saw someone ask the other day, like, what do you think uh, the cause of like 
relationships breaking up is. And I'm like, communication. It is the lack of communication, the complications of communication. And honestly, a lot of people's fear of like figuring out how to communicate. Uh-huh. So here at the Amanda Seal Show, you know, we are so benevolent. <laughs> when we get back, me and Jeremiah are going to put our thespian hats on. Okay. And we're going to do a bit of role playing to give you all some ideas on how that conversation should go. Kind of like a chat GPT with actual people. (laughs) Once again, proving that AI just can't do it like we can. It can't. So stick around right here when we get back. It's the Amanda Seals Show. And it's going to be time to go to the theater with me and Jeremiah like the Bible. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Yes, y'all, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, I like the Bible. And we're going to do a little something different for you. Now, of course, today is Group Chat Thursday. We've been Mm -hmm. talking about dating and just like what is expected when you're paying the check and, Mm -hmm. you know, kind of should you be expected to only date one person if you're dating or can you date other people, et cetera. But a lot of this is all about communication. Right. And honestly, even with the check thing, maybe it's asked before. Listen, are you paying for this? Just, you know, <laughs> because then you set a tone, expectations are set. And the better the, the better expectations we have when we go out, the less surprises yes, there yes. are. But one thing that we were talking about is the fact that sometimes you don't even know what role you are in the relationship. Like where, like, how do you know if you're on the same page mm-hmm. in order to know what's expected of each other? Yes. Well, that conversation can be really tough for a lot of people for a number of reasons. But I think on the bottom line reason is because... This texting world that we're in has really limited our ability to like actually verbalize. Mm-hmm. So me and Jeremiah, like the Bible, wanted to give you all some some versions of how this could go down. Right. All right. So uh, I haven't named like what these segments are going to be called yet. But today I'm feeling like it's something like communication nation. OK. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Now, <clears throat> let's set the tone. OK. It's first of all, are we in person or are we on the phone? We're in person. We're at a uh, we're at a New York Starbucks. <laughs> All right, we're in person at a New York Starbucks. Uh-huh. All right, I've got my caramel latte. Mm, I'm my caramel macchiato. All right, my stomach is kind of bubbling because I'm <laughs> not because I'm just because of the caramel macchiato. But also, I'm nervous. I have butterflies. And we enter the scene. Mm-hmm. Hey, Amanda. You know I'm so happy. You know you came to the Starbucks in my neighborhood. I know you stay all the way in Harlem. Thanks for coming to Brooklyn. Um, you know, it's all it's all good. You know, I'll travel for you. Yeah, yeah. You know, we've had a, a, a good few weeks like dating, you know, since I met you a few weeks ago. You know, you've really been on my mind a lot lately. Yeah, I, I ain't gonna lie to you. I, I do be wanting to text you. Like, I be seeing memes okay. and I be like, yo, I want to send them to Jeremiah. But, I, you know, I just... Uh, I don't want to push things, you know? Well, I do want to push things because like I told you when we first met in the DMs, I want to get married this year. And I feel like to know that we have to take go to the next phase of our relationship. So I want to know, like, what are we? What are we doing? Well, first and foremost, you know, I just want to tell you, like, I appreciate how direct you are, you know, because a lot of this time wasting be happening by folks just really just beating around the bush. So shout out to you for that. Um, that's also why, you know, it's one of the reasons why, you know, I think we click and why it's cool. Yeah. You know, I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna lie to you, though. I ain't gonna hold you. Okay. Um. Is there something in the... Uh, you are entitled to, to what you want. Mm-hmm. I just think that there still needs to be a pacing to things. Okay. And 
even though I may not be ready to just say like, you know what, it's me and you and we going to try and go to this next step. I'm really interested in finding out if we can go to that next step. Okay. Okay. I don't think uh, I'm personally ready though to just say that's a wrap. But if you're down to still go on dates and still get to know each other, you know, I think that I, it would be cool to do that with each other. Okay. Can I still date other people? I mean, I already am. Oh, okay. <laughs> Slip Scarm and Macchiato with, with soft tears. Scene. This can go this a whole, whole other direction, Jeremiah. It can, it can. I don't want everybody to think that this is just the negative route that it goes. It can go a positive route. Mm-hmm. But you know what? You got to stick around to find out what that sound like. All right. So, me and Jeremiah are going to continue in our thespian phase when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show with the Communication Nation on. How do you tell somebody, I want to be with you? Yeah, it's a tough combo, but it can be a great time. Find out how when we get back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with... Jeremiah, like the Bible. So it's group chat Thursday and we're trying out a new little segment. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I, It's a working title, but right now it's called Communication Nation because I feel like as a nation, our communication skills have gone down the tubes. Mm-hmm. Texting has really got folks unable to spell. It's got folks unable to like actually read other people's emotions. It's got folks unable to really verbalize their own emotions like in real time without having like the space to think about it before you type. Right. Right. And so you get a scenario where you're talking to somebody and they're just like staring at you and you're like, (laughs) hello. So I want to help us get more confident in our communication, especially around things that we may not feel like we have the tools to. One of those things is how do you ask somebody if we go together? Ooh, that's a tough one. So last break, we did an example of this where me and Jeremiah put on our acting robes. You know, I'm on strike right now, so I got to act wherever I can. We put on our acting robes and we gave you a little role play on what that conversation can go like when it go left. But you know what? We got to leave y'all with some hope. So here's a version of what the conversation can go like when it goes right. Setting the scene. We're at Starbucks. Still, I've got my caramel macchiato. Okay. I have a cholada something. I have a refresher. I have a refresher. <sighs> All right. I know that it's like, okay, it's kind of weird to bring you to a Starbucks. It feels like we're having like a business meeting. I know. But you know, it's close to the house. So it makes sense. Right, right, right. I mean, I don't know. I just felt like... Ah, I'm like nervous. Okay. Don't be nervous, you know. I just am really, um, I'm just like, I'm really enjoying our time together. I've really felt like we have a different connection than I've had with other people, you know? And I just, I I don't want to feel like I'm rushing things because mm-hmm. I'm not trying to do that. But I also feel like if you got a vibe going, like why start looking other places? I feel that, you know, life is short, you know, the internet, the street, the streets, the streets are, are wild. And I don't want to be in a wild no more. I want to be at peace. Okay. Well, I guess what I'm trying to say is, would you like to be at peace with me? Like, you know, just me and you try it for, okay. you know, see how it works if we're not looking uh, to other people for comfort. Oh, okay. So you want to be my peace. Can I be your piece? You can be my piece. Oh my God. Are we with Frank or Frank? I think so. And I'll pay for your Carmel Macchiato. Oh, wow. That's fine. I'll pay for it. Okay. Well, here's my refresher also. Hey, <laughs> can I get some banana bread while you're at? <laughs> oh my God. 
End scene. Goes and texts everybody they know. I have a boyfriend. Post on Instagram. Me and my boo. <laughs> Drinking cafe <laughs> caramel macchiatos. So it can go either way. Yes. But I think that at the end of the day, it's about being honest. Mm-hmm. You can't really go wrong with being honest unless you're being honest about being mean. Yeah. And that's the other thing. Sometimes people be like, I'm just being honest. And it's like, you're being a nick. Yeah. That's yeah. what you're doing. You're really being a not nice person. Well, I think that was a great fun time. I do too. We're going to bring that back because I want to really help us as a nation get our communication. <laughs> I'm going to work on a different name. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seals show. The Amanda Seals show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals here. It's Jeremiah Like the Bible here. And you know what? Jeremiah is going to give us his seal show superlative because it is time for most likely. That is not the sound. There it is. Y'all, who you know, like I always say, there's a, always a chance to get another superlative, good or bad. <laughs> so this is a repeat uh, recipient. So Candy Burris, uh, the Real Housewives of Atlanta, she reached, she before got most likely the head, but somebody. Yeah, she did. She did. But now she back, Amanda. Oh no! And butt is in the situation Ooh, again. It is, but this time it's most likely to get the bubble gut shot. Ah. And I'm gonna let her explain this a little bit more. We have a clip. Okay. Check this out. Okay. I had the worst bubble gut situation. So there was a moment on the flight where I thought we left Candy because she wasn't in her seat for about two, three hours. Candy's a G. Give it up to the G. Candy was having diarrhea, right? Extreme diarrhea. And at some point, she couldn't stand up because it would just come out. So she had to get wheeled in a wheelchair to the plane. (laughs) So she wouldn't actually leave a trail (laughs) leading to (laughs) showing us we're all not to go. (laughs) She said she was sick, but I didn't know she was that they did her wrong. So on this recent episode, of why Real would Housewives, she still go on the trip? <laughs> okay, on a recent episode of Real Housewives, you know, they take their their girls' trip. So okay. they headed to Portugal, and she said, you know, that morning she wasn't feeling um, well. She had like food poisoning, but she didn't want to renege because throughout the season she's been like not showing up to places. Oh, <laughs> it's been a consistent thing of her not okay. showing up. Okay, for like other obligations, like a concert, she got to sing, she got to do other stuff. She's like, yeah. I'm, bu- I'm busy. So she said she didn't, want, she didn't want right. <laughs> she didn't want this to be a narrative. I don't know if this is the time she should have, you know, stuck with stuck it. With it. I, would be like, I can't make it, y'all. Because <laughs> the flight was eight hours, Amanda. Eight hours to Portugal from Atlanta. Yeah. 
At least it was a direct flight. Yeah. And then she said it was coming out of both ends. So oh, she was throwing up no. and had diarrhea in the airplane bathroom. The other part of that is that like the airplane bathroom is right there. So like not only is everybody probably going to hear it, but I'm mm-hmm. sure they can smell they it can too. Smell like it. there's no way around it. Like you're literally stuck on a metal can flying to the sky. And it's just uncomfortable. It's like, this is not the place that I do this. No. I need to be at my house. And I need to be able to lie on the floor <laughs> where it's cold. <laughs> And I can be comforted by the tile. <laughs> but she made it to Portugal, y'all. She made it to Portugal. She was. She had. She said she felt better by the time she landed. <laughs> I'm sure, she felt much lighter as well. <laughs> much lighter. So today, some still show the color. Tie girl, Candy Burris, most likely to get the bubble guts. Take some Pepto Bismol next time. Take candy. it. Take candy. it, Candy. Take A it. A Tums, maybe. Mm. Mm. Well, we got more chat Thursday when we get back. So keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. Do you have a bubble gut story? I don't. I actually have one. Maybe I'll tell it at some point. Uh, But if y'all got a bubblegum story, you should drop in on the line. Mm -hmm. 1-855-MANDA-8. That's (laughs) 1-855-262-6328. Yeah. New York City. In the streets. In the streets. It was a wild time. I had to find a McDonald's bathroom. There was no toilet paper. I had to use a CVS receipt. I did, actually. It was when I was teaching. CVS re- that long ass CVS receipt actually came in handy for once. <laughs> yep. Please, Amanda. I'm also surprised that I didn't like get hepatitis because your girl was on the floor, like on a public bathroom floor. But there, I, you know what I did? I literally like in my infirmed state, like took the um, took the, the toilet the toilet thing. covers and like made a pallet <laughs> on the ground. I was like. That's one of my moments. She was like, let me just die right now. Just take me out. My homegirl worked close by and I called her and was like, please come find me <laughs> and bring ammonium. People actually have clean bathrooms are though. Like Chick-fil-A has clean bathrooms typically. That doesn't surprise and me. And Publix just has clean bathrooms. All right. Good to know. Yeah. So if you ever in the moment, you're like, Ooh. <laughs> find me a Publix. <laughs> Chick-fil-A, somebody. Chat GPT, find me a Publix. Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. It is Thursday, July 20th. I want to shout out my very, 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 very good friend, Maite Natalio. She is a dancer. Okay. She was one of the uh, choreographers of the recent revival of uh, For Color Girls Who Can Suicide When the Rainbow Is Enough mm-hmm. on Broadway. She was also one of the choreographers of the Emmy uh, Award winning Jesus Christ Superstar Live. Okay. She was also my roommate in college. Oh, okay. You know, I'd be surrounded <laughs> by greatness. Okay. And she's Emmy also nominated. a Dominicana from Queens, New York. All right. So shout out to my Maite. Also, lots of birthdays. The Cancers getting it in right before we get out of the cancer season. Sandra O, Paige Hurd, Carlos Santana, Omar Epps, and Ray Allen. All Cancers born today. Now, speaking of today, what do we got coming up this hour on the group chat? We're going to talk about civil rights leaders because earlier this week we talked about how Jesse Jackson stepped down from the Rainbow Push Coalition. But who are our new activists for today, Amanda? Who are our new leaders? Also, can celebrities be our leaders? And we got some 60 second headlines coming up as well this hour. 
We got a lot to talk about. All right. So make sure you keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals show. If you haven't checked out the latest episode of Small Doses podcast, make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast because we got side effects of willful ignorance. I'm flying solo on this episode, y'all. So hear my thoughts. Also, you can watch the episode when it premieres this Thursday. I mean, today, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. All right. You can also get our podcast, the Amanda Seals show, wherever you get your podcast. Hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Also remember to hit me with your things you learned this week. I want to get the knowledge too. It's the Amanda Seals Show. Welcome back, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. It's Group Chat Thursday, and today we are talking about our civil rights leaders. We are. So as we reported earlier this week, Jesse Jackson recently stepped down as the head of the Rainbow Push Coalition, which he founded the organization in 1971. Also, you know, Reverend Jesse Jackson, 80 years old now, so he got to you know, I mean, he's stepping down. He's literally in a wheelchair. <laughs> yes. Um, You're not but, doing a lot of stepping in general. But the Reverend Frederick, <laughs> Frederick Douglas Haynes, <laughs> which, okay, <laughs> a longtime <laughs> student of Jesse Jackson will take over the Rainbow Push Coalition. He's also a pastor of Friendship West Baptist Church in Dallas, Texas. Um, but it begs the question, Amanda, as you know, we see this generation or the older generation of activists begin to step down as they get older in age. Who is going to take up the mantle in this new generation of we still have a lot of issues on the ground. So we still need people who are freedom fighters. I mean, I think the reality is that this is always going to be an ongoing Mm -hmm. need. Yeah. I think a lot of folks really thought there was a civil rights movement. We did it. All right, y'all. Let's move on. Let's get Mm -hmm. us some rappers. You know what I mean? Like, Uh and the truth is, thankfully, not everybody thought that way. And so there were people that were continuously doing that work. Mm -hmm. And there were organizations that were continuously doing that work, right? Like the NAACP continues to do that work. You know, the Rainbow Push Coalition still continues to do that work. But then we have like new groups, Mm -hmm. you know, like Until Freedom with Tamika Mallory, right? Who actually came out from... Um, the the National Action Network, which was which is um, Al Sharpton's. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Yeah, so her parents were very, very, very involved in the National Action Network, and so she came up within mm-hmm. the realm of like rallies and you know protesting, and uh, she just carried. She's carrying the torch. Yes, she is. She's like one of the key faces. When I think of like this new yes. generation of leaders, yes, who people revere, like MLK, Malcolm X of like of yesteryear. I think it was Tamika Mallory. Like, she's always on the ground. <laughs> like, if something's happening, Tamika go be there. If Tamika there, I'm like, hold on, what's going on? Let, yeah. me, let me zoom in real quick to find out what I need to know. You know what I also love, too, is um, that this new generation of organizers also understands, I feel like, that there needs to be a, a wider network, mm-hmm. right? A wider net. Because when we talk about, like, and we'll talk about this in the next break, like, just the importance of using everyone who has a platform. Mm -hmm. And I think once upon a time in the sixties, that wasn't the case. Like celebrities and, and athletes didn't necessarily have like platforms. Right. So they had a choice to use their voice. Mm -hmm. So you look at like Jim Brown, uh, you look at like Muhammad Ali, you look at Harry Belafonte, right. The, um, Ossie and Ruby D, mm-hmm. you know, they chose to use their voice, but the whole idea of the platform didn't really, really happen until I think like social media. Right. They definitely use that, them uh, decades, that money. So, yes. Yeah. I mean, Aretha Franklin like did a lot to save the work that Martin Luther King was doing financially. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I think what we, when we see our, our organizers now, I think of people like Tim Mallory, I think of people like Gary Clark Jr. out in, um, 
in Louisiana. You know, you can say what you want about Black Lives Matter, but at the end of the day, like the actual movement mm-hmm. of Black Lives Matter uh, was more than just like this organization, mm-hmm. this one branch of the right. organization. But I think something that has changed that we don't have a lot of like celebrity organizers. Right, right. That's true. I mean, I think... Be- But I think it's because of something that we're going to talk about a little bit, which is that our expectations of what an organizer is have changed. That have. And I think to your point about BLM, I think even though people have their thoughts about the the organization, I think the movement also allowed for a lot of other offshoots of grassroots organizations and local communities, which has been really effective. Because before, you know, we have like we have like national issues that affect everyone in America as black people, but you have things that are specific to certain communities. Like in Georgia right now, in Atlanta, you have like people fighting for like fighting against cop city in, in Michigan, you have people fighting for clean water in Flint. It's so many um, people, people in Montgomery, Alabama, just trying to uh, get voter registration together and make sure they're not gerrymandering the maps. So people aren't um, spoken for. So I think a lot of local um, activists are really taking on the mantle in like a really big way in this generation as well, which I love to see. I love it. And you know what I love to see? More group chat. We got it coming up next. We're going to keep on talking about this and where celebrities play a role mm. in uh, activism and organizing at this gen- at this juncture. So don't go anywhere. We'll be right back to the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. It's the Amanda Seals Show, y'all. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah, like the Bible. And uh, today is Group Chat Thursday. It is. So earlier this hour, we talked about civil rights leaders of today. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we're asking the question now, can celebrities be civil rights leaders? Which ones? It depends on which celebrities are in question. You and you <laughs> You know, that's, that's a very uh, big umbrella term for like celebrities. Um, I think anyone who... Celebrity or not, who is, who cares about the people, who has resources and who really wants to make a difference can be an activist. And I think with celebrities, you see people who who have eyes on them, which you need in order to like move a movement forward. You need people to know about it. You need right. people who have means, who have influence. Right. And I think in our culture where we are now, celebrities, celebrities have that. I agree. I think there's really something that you're overlooking when you say like, Oh, it's a celebrity. Like we shouldn't Mm -hmm. look to them for any of that because it also undermines the fact that like celebrities are also humans and they got to this point because of other humans. Mm -hmm. Like celebrity is not created by the actual individuals. It's created by the people. Yes. We see a lot of people who want to be celebrities and the people like, we don't care. We don't care. Jason Derulo. We don't care. (laughs) People get in it. (laughs) I I just think, I think of Jason Derulo as such an example of that because I feel like he's like super talented and he's been out here for a long time and the people are just refusing to be like, yeah, we're, 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 we're really behind you. Right. Whereas like Kiki Palmer, the people are like, give us more. We more. can't get enough. We go to the things at the end of the earth. We can't get enough. <laughs> so I know that like, there's a, there's a quote from Malcolm X where I'm paraphrasing, but he basically talks about the fact that like, we shouldn't be looking to athletes and celebrities for leadership. Mm. We need to be looking to leaders for leadership. Mm. You know, I think there's something also to be said for the fact that Malcolm found himself, um, coming to leadership by going through a really like huge drastic turnaround Mm -hmm. that was very much, um, you know, that was driven by the leadership of, of a spiritual leader Mm -hmm. by Elijah Muhammad. Yes. And this was also a time where we just saw like the church, at the real forefront uh-huh. of communities, uh-huh. right? And so pastors, we look at people like Medgar Evers. Mm-hmm. We look at people like Martin Luther King's father. Mm-hmm. You know, these are people that were leading their communities mm-hmm. from the pulpit. I mean, Reverend Shuttlesworth, uh-huh. like, so- Jesse Jackson. J- <laughs> so when we, when we get to now, I just feel like 
the church, as we've seen, doesn't hold that same place in communities. And so we do have to expand our ideas of like where leadership is coming from. And unfortunately or fortunately, Mm -hmm. people are really looking more to the people that they are being like that's being shoved in their faces, which Mm -hmm. is celebrities, more than the people that they're actually having to get up and go see. And that's why I like uh, celebrities who are using their their platform to influence the kind of like as a funnel, if that makes sense. Like use me as like your uh, your bright, shiny light to get people to to listen. And they like, okay, now look at this person. Go over here to this person for information. The bullhorn. Yes. That's what Erica Ford, who is an incredible activist and organizer um, out in New York. That's what she told me. She was like, Amanda, you're the bullhorn. Because I was like, am I supposed to be organizing? Like, I just feel like I need to be doing more. And she was like, no, like your role is to be the bullhorn for issues that people are not even paying attention to, for issues that people are paying attention to. And also to, like you said, swing people focus to where they can be supporting. Like with my last tour. We ended every show by bringing an organizer up on stage mm-hmm. in that town so that they could talk to the people in their community about like what they're doing. Cause I think there's also a disconnect. Yes. Like there's like the people who know about organizers and activists and like mm-hmm. are always up on it. And then there's the people who know about like whether or not Carly David was abducted. <laughs> not Carly David, wrestler girl, wrestler. Right. Yes. Not Carly Red, y'all. Not Carly Red. That's another celebrity who could use her platform. She went to as a bullhorn. Isn't she the light skinned one? Yeah, from Loving Hip Hop. Right. Who was like, speaking of Carly Russell. Who was like the colorist one. Oh, I don't know if she was, I don't know. Yeah, to my remember, if, if memory serves me correct, she was the colorist one, right? Like she was like saying that she was pretty because she was light skinned. I don't know. She's I not love, that one? I used to love hip hop in so long now. So it's like, she, Maybe did I she got, say that? She is that one, right? Okay. Okay, I think she's the one who said that. If, I, if I'm if i wrong, I apologize. Um, but I, I really think she's the one who was talking about that. And I was, uh, people told me like, that was uh, that was just foolish. <laughs> Don't be foolish, y'all. But are we foolish to, I guess, have expectations of activists in this new age of the internet, Amanda? Let's talk about it when we get back. All right, let's do it. Keep it locked right here to the Amanda Seals Show. The Amanda Seals Show. We up, we up, we up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning their chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. So we've been talking about activists and organizers because Mm -hmm. uh, Jesse Jackson is stepping down Mm -hmm. from the head position at the Rainbow Push Coalition, which Mm -hmm. has been his organization for, you know, organizing uh, around civil rights issues, etc. And last last week we were talking about, like, can celebrities be leaders? Mm -hmm. Can they take on the mantle? I think they are a part of leadership. Yes, we see that. I think it's a multi-pronged approach. Mm -hmm. Um, But I also feel like there was a time when like organizers and leaders became celebrities. Yes, they have. How have the optics changed now? Well, now you have social media. So everyone can see everything everyone's doing. So I think before we would just see Dr. King and Jesse Jackson on the front lines. You might see a picture of them in Jamaica every once in a while, like like a a leaked photo. But for the most part, we think of them them like with their church shoes on, they, they suits on the front lines for the people. 
But now we get to see uh, activists at the grocery store getting their hair braided. I don't know. And sometimes even adding cultural moments at the BET Awards, you like, um, it's stuff happening in the world, girl. Why you at the BET Awards? But they're human still. Well, I think there's also the fact that the BET Awards is a giant platform. Yes, so why yes. would you not be yes. there? It's the, it's crazy to me that people think that folks, like you said, who are human should only mm. exist in one context right, right. forever, mm. all the time. And that if they take any time away from that, then they are somehow like cannibalizing it or mm. de- devaluing it. Mm-hmm. And that's also a real tough thing for that person to do, right? right. Like Tamika vacations mm. because you have to. You have to revitalize. You have to restore. We, we've all seen the photos of Martin Luther King on vacation. He's yes. in the pool with a fedora on, which which makes me confused. But I'm just like, there is a continuous effort that has to be made mm-hmm. to work, do the work, and then work on self. Yes. And then do the work, and then work on self. Especially because this work is thankless as activists. You're putting out for the people. You're on the front lines. And you're like taking in this like heavy stuff. I mean, we all as regular human beings have to take a break from our regular jobs. Whether you work at a call center or at the Mickey D's or have a, 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 a C-suite role at a company. So imagine if your job is literally to be on the front lines with the people. We're dealing with heavy stuff like police brutality. We're dealing with um, infant mortality, abortion rights, all these things. And it feels like the juggernaut of government and the powers that be are always against you. You're going to be tired. You need a nap. So I think there's also something to be said for like the optics and how that got twisted with mm-hmm. um, particularly the, uh, the the Black Lives Matter situation, yes, right? And yes. it was like, well, how can you afford a house? Shouldn't yeah. you be sleeping in a tent? People feel that way. Even like we talked about last break, even before this era of, of um, activists, you had pastors who were at the center of, yes. of the movement. Even I think people have that same, people have this thing with like people who are leaders in spaces that are, I guess, moral, of, of moral ethics having optics of luxury or anything that seems... Well, you know why that is, right? I do. I do know it, why. It, no, but it's really because people are like, well, I donated to you. Did yeah. you put the money to the people or did you right. put the money to the road? No, I, I, I get it. I get it. I think there's like this thing like, I gave you money, so the money should go there. But also it's like, money came from so many different places also. So, I, okay. So for instance, like when it came to like Patrice Colors and mm-hmm. that whole thing with Black Lives Matter, like I don't know the ins and outs of, of whether In she did... House whether she did or did not take money, but she was somebody who was being hired to speak and mm-hmm. do speaking engagements. She was, she had a book deal. Right. She was doing something with HBO. Like she was making individual money mm-hmm. that would have absolutely been sufficient enough to mm-hmm. be in partnership to buy a house in California. Yeah. Right. But this outside money that's coming from like her doing those individual things, like mm-hmm. she's make basically, I feel like there's a version of this where it was like, she was making individual money to be a face that was helping to get money donated to black lives matter. That sounds okay to me. Yes. But I think people really think if you are an activist or an organizer, you should never look better than the people that you're serving. Yes. And I don't know that there's anything wrong with that. I agree. I think that I think that's I think that's valid. If you pulling up to the uh the march in a bins, I'm like, ooh, hold on, I walk I walk to the march. What's going on? So I do think you have to be conscious <laughs> of that. I think that's something you have to be conscious of. That's part of the work. Um, not being, I guess, being flashy, and we're in the era of people being flashy. Also, the era of people scamming. So I don't want to make. I don't want to think you scamming. Don't put me in a position to think that you scamming me. I don't want it. Please don't, don't make me think you're scamming. Because people are out here scamming. It's like Sean King. Like people like love Sean King, and then other people are like scammer. <laughs> talcum, talcum. What do they call him? Talcum, like talcum powder. Yeah. Oh my they god. They have so many names for Sean King. But again, like, to your point, very popular. Talcum X. Oh my god. Well, he has the whole thing too about just like the racial component people always 
There's right. A, he has a lot going on over there in Sean King Lane. Dr. Umar. Remember, like he was saving, like he was uh, soliciting money for a school. Then mm -hmm. people were like, you're scamming. You never build a school. But then he was also somebody that people look to to like really kind of say a lot of important things. Mm -hmm. So I think it's it's I think sometimes the other part of it is this. Foundations mm -hmm. are difficult to run. Yes. And starting things up is actually not easy to do. Mm -hmm. And so you, it's probably a lot easier to get the money to do it than mm -hmm. actually to turn it into something. Yes. Yes. That's why I ask nobody for no money. I don't need y'all looking at me. I ain't asked for it. I ain't started GoFundMe. I don't want no problems. Well, what y'all want is 60 second headlines. And we're going to yes. have it for you when we get back. 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. We Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. It's Amanda Seals. It's Jeremiah like the Bible. And it is time for 60 Second Headlines. All right, first up, abortion is legal again in Iowa for up to 20 weeks of pregnancy after a Polk County judge temporarily blocked the state's fetal heartbeat law. So let me just say this. The fetal heartbeat law is a complete contradiction. It says that there should be an actual fetal heartbeat law should, should be enacted where you can't get an abortion, where you cannot get an abortion past six weeks. Mm -hmm. There is no fetal heartbeat at six weeks. The, the fetus literally doesn't even have a heart. Cut it out. This is why people shouldn't be making laws that don't even know how bodies work. I feel that. All right, up next, LA Mayor Karen Bass has encouraged both sides of the sack strike to return to the bargaining table. Karen, sit this out. <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, y'all. Also, there's a massive backlog of passport applications post-pandemic. That just, that just made me feel like when two people are having like a real for real argument and then someone who ain't got nothing to do with it comes in like, y'all should really sit down and talk. It's like when I would date people and they'd be like, you, you and your dad should really talk. And I'd be like, you don't know nothing about this situation. Cut it out. She said y'all shutting out her city right now. <laughs> we, need, we need this economy together. All right, up next, there's a massive backlog of passport applications. Post-pandemic, the wait time to get a passport can now take 10 to 13 weeks, y'all. So let me just tell y'all this. If you think you're going to travel and your passport expires while you are on the trip or your passport expires within three months of you coming back from the mm -hmm. trip, you need to get your passport renewed I because you will months, get stuck. Actually. Well, I'm going to just say three months so that you can feel safer about it. <laughs> so you will you will get stuck at the airport. They will not let you leave if your passport expires within six months of your return. It's so together. get focused and you got 13 weeks to think about. <laughs> <laughs> also, the first generation unopened iPhone from 2007 sold for over 190K at an auction, Amanda. I think I should. I think I could come up at an auction. I got a lot of old stuff. You do. You do. And speaking of old stuff, we're celebrating 50 years of hip hop and 50 Cent has revealed he's releasing a new music with Nas. Speaking of old stuff, <laughs> you're funny. I'm going to see Nas at the uh, Blue Note Jazz Festival in Napa. Is he per performing? He yeah. is. He okay. is. But shout out to Robert, Gla Robert Glasper because that's really I'm going to see. Okay, shout out to the OGs. The OGs. You know what? I don't like your tone. I don't like your tone. I don't like your tone. All right, well, we'll be back. Uh, the new Barbie movie is out in theaters tomorrow, but you know what? That means nothing to me. You know why? Why? Because I'm on strike! <laughs> That's your 60 second headlines. We'll be right back with more Group Chat Thursday at the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Yo, 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 welcome to the 
Amanda Seals Show, show, show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. So call in and tell us your things you learned this week. Y'all know every Friday I share with y'all the things that I have come across in the world this week that I did not know. Mm-hmm. And I love when I get to just even add to my knowledge base with things that y'all have come across this week that you didn't know. So make sure to give us a ring, one 855 amanda 8 That's 1-855-262-6328. Actually, let's go to the phone lines real quick and talk to Ebony in Houston. It's time's coming down. Hey, Amanda. It's Ebony out of Houston. And first of all, I want to tell you that I love the show. Um, thank you so much for um, it's refreshing to have a show that is entertaining, but that also stimulates um, the intellectual part of my brain. So that's refreshing. I want to thank you for that. I'm so honored. Yes, intellectually refreshing. Intellectually refreshing. It's necessary. When you have things like this going down, Florida just, breaking news, Florida just approved new black history standards that include noting enslaved people developed skills that, quote unquote, could be applied for their personal benefit. Mm. The standards also advise that in teaching about mob violence against black residents, so, you know, like the Tulsa Uh race riots, instructors should also note acts of violence perpetrated against and by African-Americans. Y'all be making up anything. So I guess they're referring to like the L.A. riots or the Detroit riots, all of which were a result of white violence. Right, right. folks. So I have to have a show like this where we can bring, you know, just intellectually stimulating stuff as well as like things that make you laugh because that's what we're dealing with on the educational side of things. Yes, yes. Jeremiah, what are we talking about this hour? This hour, we're going to talk about Carly Russell. The young, Carly Russell, the young lady who is who allegedly went missing in Hoover, Alabama, but was found. And there was so much. Just we don't know what's happening. With well, Carly they dropped Russell. her off at the house. They did. We know she came back home and there was a press conference that came out. So we're going to talk about that. Um, we, so much, Amanda. So much. We're going to give our opinions. We'll go to the phone lines. I'm sure the people have thoughts. And we have my most likely to as well this hour. <laughs> I'm giving out a still social prelative. It's not to Carly Russell. It is to someone else. But y'all just stay locked in. Stay locked in and don't forget if you miss any of the show, you can listen to our daily podcast available everywhere you get your podcasts. Time to listen, laugh, and learn. You can also check out my podcast, Small Doses, also available wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, this week, we have side effects of willful ignorance. It's a solo show, just me talking about the things. You can watch it when it debuts later today, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. You can also check out my new vlog series, Amanda on the Move, also on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV. Go on tour with me because I was on tour last year and it kicked my booty and now I'm chronicling it for you and yours. So go over there, like, comment, subscribe, and all the good things. All right, remember, we're here all day. So stick around with us because we got more for you. Shout out to Ebony in Houston. We're going to keep you intellectually stimulated. When you listen, laugh, and learn on the Amanda. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. 
Amanda Seals Show. Hello, it's the Amanda Seals Show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. We are in the middle of a group chat Thursday. Mm-hmm. And we're going to get you in the chat today. Yes. Hit us up. Hit us up. 1855-Amanda8. That's 1855-262-6328. But we have to give you some background before we get into this topic. Yes. We're going to actually go to what y'all talking about in y'all group chats right now. <laughs> so police are sharing new details on the case of Carlithia, Carly Nicole Russell, or Carly Russell, as people know her as, the Alabama woman who went missing after calling 911 to report a toddler walking alone on the sh- on the side of a highway. And questions remain about what exactly happened before she returned home. After 48... 48- 49 hours, police had obtained surveillance video from Carly Russell's neighborhood that shows her walking down the sidewalk before she got home. So the chief of the Hoover police is also reporting that there is no risk to public, there was no risk to public safety in Carly Russell's disappearance act or disappearance case, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, he also revealed that searches from Carly's phone in the days and even hours leading up to her disappearance include, do you have to pay for an Amber Alert? She also searched her phone how to take money from a register without getting caught. Um, she researched Birmingham bus station, so I guess she's going on a trip. One way bus ticket, Birmingham to Nashville. Also, she was searching the movie, the movie Taken. And if you don't know, that's a movie about abductions. So people are really looking at her like real sideways about what really happened that hour that the happened those 48, 48, what happened those forty eight hours she was missing, Amanda. So much, so much. So one thing I saw people say is... Wait, can I just say too? And we didn't even go into the whole... I, what she said happened in the 48 hours. Like, there's so many moving pieces. About- well, I can speak to that. So <laughs> she said, and I'm paraphrasing, but basically in her interview with the uh, with the police, she said that she saw the child on the street, mm-hmm. that then she was abducted and taken into an 18-wheeler, mm-hmm. uh, put in the back of an 18-wheeler. There was a woman in the front of the 18-wheeler, but she couldn't see them. She mm-hmm. just heard that voice. Then I guess she... The, the abductor and the woman took pictures of her mm-hmm. and they stripped her naked. Yes. Um, she said that she was also fed cheese and crackers. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, not like blacked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't, I didn't hear her version of how she got back home. Me either. I didn't hear that uh, part of the story either. I did hear that they, she also stopped and got snacks before the phone call. Okay. But they didn't find the snacks in the car when she, they found the car with her wig oh, and her phone. Okay. okay. And the no child that she reported. Well, right, because they did not find the child. Yes. Um, you know. I'm going to just tell you this. We're speechless. Well, go ahead. Nobody wants this to be true. Yes. Yes. I think that's something we have to just say. Nobody wants this to be true. I know Wait, that in which the part be, to be true that this actually happened to her. Right. Okay. Right. Like that would it's it's horrible, terrible, and heinous mm-hmm. that this could happen to somebody, and it happens to people all the time. Yes. Actually. Yes. Um, I think that if this were not true, and I will say there was a seed of doubt that I had that got planted when I read that she was dropped off at the house, because mm-hmm. um, I just I was like that just feels inconsistent with the way that these scenarios go. That being said, um, I think that a lot of people are going to feel some type of way if this isn't true, namely because this does happen in many cases and there 
is such a growing frustration with the fact that when white women go missing, it's mm-hmm. like we got to garner the whole world's efforts. Mm-hmm. And that when black women go missing, oftentimes it's really like pulling teeth to try and get anyone to care. Freaky. This actually moved really, really fast. And I think it moved really fast because she's an AKA, mm-hmm. which is a really strong network of women. They just started their own um, credit union and they're going to protect their own. Mm-hmm. You know, like I know a lot of people heard about it from Star Jones, mm-hmm. who is also a K. You know, Tamika Mallory is an honorary AKA. So like it doesn't surprise me now that I know that she, she is also a member of the AKA sorority that this because I was like, how did this get so far so right. fast? Now this makes perfect sense. Black women. Always. In a day. But I want to say that um, I think in our haste to possibly, if this is not true, in our haste to like vilify and be like, F her for doing this. Um, I think we first need to exercise some relief in the fact that it's not true. Yes. Yes. I agree. Like in the fact that like nothing bad happened. There's something else going on with her that would make her even do this. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't that. Like she wasn't in harm. Hopefully. Well, she's in something else. Mm-hmm. We'll get back. We're going to keep talking about this. Do we have a call? Um, not yet. Let, we'll okay. go, go to the phone lines later, but we go talk about this a little bit more. Okay. All right. So when we get back, we're going to talk about Carly um, Russell. Jester. Carly Russell. <laughs> and we will... Uh, why can't... Her name like really isn't sticking with me. We keep calling her Carly Red. We keep calling her all these different names. Carly Russell. When we get back. And I uh, want to hear about you, how you guys feel about, the, about this uh, ongoing investigation. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Child, it's the Amanda Seals show. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah Like the Bible. And we are wrapped up in this Charlie Russell case. Charlie uh, Russell. Carly. Carly Russell. Why can't... It's because she's like, it's familiar syllables, familiar names. There's so many Carlys. In like Carly. Charlie, I Carly. I, I, I Carly. <laughs> great show. Great show. Um, so Carly Russell, the young lady who went, was missing. She was missing. We do know She that. was missing from Hoover, Alabama. Mm-hmm. It spread like wildfire across the internet mm-hmm. that we needed to find her. We mm-hmm. needed to raise our voices, use our platforms. Um, and as it should. Yes. As it should, by the way. Mm-hmm. My concern now is that after now the police chief has spoken at the press conference about more details aligning with the case that in many ways create a lot of doubt yes. about the realness of this. They're starting to call her Carly Smollett. They are. They Jesse is at home. He like, dang. <laughs> no, he's like, yes. <laughs> People are saying she, he's wor- she's worse than Jesse also. People are. Somebody said, well, at least Jesse had a whole like setup. <laughs> she didn't have a whole plan, really, it sounds like. Well, I think the question is, what is the intention? Mm-hmm. So I will always defund Jesse because his intention was, I want to make the Chicago PD look bad. Uh-huh. And I don't feel like there's anything wrong with that. The mm-hmm. Chicago PD have been terrible to the people of Chicago mm-hmm. in a very real way. They literally had a torture Unit. Okay? Like, uh, literally. So I'm like, if your actual intention was to do that, you know, it sucks that it ended up roping all of us into it, but your intentions weren't good. And unfortunately, good intentions don't always lead to good actions. Yes. That being said, I'm not sure what this young lady's intentions were if this were indeed a hoax. I don't either. I'm like really trying to think. I'm like, did you need a break? Because I, like I see why movies, break. I see why people movies where like they be doing wild stuff just to take a break. Well, the movie Gone Girl was trending on Twitter. Yeah, but even in Gone Girl, like she wasn't trying to take a break. She was like, I'm going yeah. to make you see why you need me. <laughs> that was. And I'm going to do that by faking my death and mm-hmm. faking it in a way that made you think you killed me. Yeah. 
She went. She went the extra step. Because <laughs> I mean, because white girl gone girl, like, like there's there, there's different levels of crazy, and uh-huh. this is like white girl gone girl crazy will always trump black woman crazy. Mm-hmm. I have a whole bit about this. I have a whole bit about the fact that like there's no version of crazy that any of us could get to that trumps white woman crazy because we just haven't even had time to get there to like cultivate that level of crazy and like really like hone in on how to do it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like black women, we were, we were busy. We're busy saving the world. We're busy cleaning white was We were busy cleaning white women's houses. Mm-hmm. We busy like fighting for our rights. We'll have time to get as crazy as y'all like, like Mexican women in America. Like they don't have time. They're like trying to get over a wall. They're trying to get across a river. They're mm-hmm. trying to dig in a tunnel. Like they're just trying to get here to feed the families at home and get away from the gangs. They don't have time to work on that. The Chinese folks, they like, listen, we building the town in your town. <laughs> okay? Chinatown. We don't got time. The white women was at home. They couldn't work, right? They weren't mm-hmm. allowed to have jobs. They couldn't mm-hmm. have their own therapist. They couldn't have their own checking accounts. They was just at work. Just they were just, I mean, sorry, they were just at home. Free time. S- sipping tea, saying, I wonder <laughs> how much arsenic it takes to kill Brad. <laughs> Hypotheses. Hypotheses. Experiment. They can do the whole had, had enough free time. So with this is that I'm wondering what is going on in you. Mm-hmm. It's like when you see documentaries, like that documentary about like the two women in Boston who were um they were basically like the forensic uh drug specialists okay. at the in the labs, and they were like one of them was stealing drugs from the lab because she was an addict. Okay. But she was by doing this, causing people to go to jail because she was incorrectly recording the amount of like drugs that they had. Uh-huh. And so like their cases were actually ended up being thrown out. But the other one was just an Indian chick who wanted to feel like something. So she lied about how much she was processing mm-hmm. things so that they would look like, dang, you really good at this, man. You processing more stuff than anybody else. And she had all these people going to jail because she was not properly testing the stuff that was a part of their the evidence of their cases. But you understand what I'm saying about intention, yes, right? Yes, yes. So I'm crazy. looking at Carly and I'm like, what's the, what was the... You think she's doing interviews to get Carly on the show? Carly, what's going on? Give, give us the statement here. We could really because understand. you got to be in a really dark place. Yes. And I think that's now where my energy would shift. It's like, dang... I'm really glad this didn't happen to you, but like, what's going on with you? And do you have the support? Like, what support are you missing that got you in this situation where you felt like you needed to create an entire scenario for the world to feel sorry for you? But does she want the world to know? I'm still curious about that. Does she expect to be on national headlines after this situation? Because like you said, it's spread like wildfire. People were sharing crazy. Well, right. Maybe she thought like maybe some neighborhood would do a, a little watch party. I mean, a or maybe party. she was really trying to get away and it didn't work. Maybe she was oh, trying yeah. to like really actually get out of the country and like build a whole new life in I don't know she Guadalajara and it just didn't pop off. The escape plan's got to have some little a little check, a little money. I mean, she was looking up how to take money from reg- a register. So I'm, oh, that's right. <sighs> we need to be on the uh, the force. <laughs> get to the bottom of it. <laughs> well, I know we have calls. We do have calls. All right, so we're gonna go to the calls when we get back. Um, we got more time that we're going to dedicate to this because it's been a big part of our time for the past mm-hmm. week. Uh, so don't go anywhere. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What's good, y'all? Welcome back to the Amanda Seal Show. It's Amanda Seals here with Jeremiah, like the Bible. And we have been talking about Carly Russell. Yes. The AKA mm-hmm. who uh, was abducted. Allegedly. In Hoover, Alabama, mm-hmm. a few days ago. It spread like wildfire across these internets, mm-hmm. across the media spit landscape, as it should when mm-hmm. a black woman is abducted. Mm-hmm. However, news has come out recently from the police chief. Um, let me just also say this. I don't typically believe anything police say. Yes. 
That's true as well. I'm like, y'all, all of a sudden, everybody like, the police said, the police said. Yeah, the police be lying all the time. But mm-hmm. in this particular case, he wasn't talking about his own actions. Uh-huh. He was talking about what they have uncovered from her actions. And their ongoing investigation yes. into the situation about what happened when she disappeared. So do we really need to know what happened to Carly Russell? Let's go to the phone lines and talk to Pamela. She's got some thoughts. Hey, Amanda. Um, yes, we all want to know what really happened. Now, I'll say that I work in law enforcement and I have a ton of questions like, how did you end up back home? What happened to the baby? Just tell us the truth. If you are experiencing, um, you know, or was having a mental episode, we totally understand Yes, I do believe we as the listeners and folks who were sharing and praying would like to know what actually happened. Bye. Bye. She said I'm with the law. <laughs> and I need to know because as my mom would say, something in the milk not clean. All right. Well, let, let's keep the cars coming. Who's there? Who we got? Yo, Amanda. I mean, I, I, she had us all on edge. Um, I just feel like, you know, after hearing the 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 details of what she did a couple of days before, it's given real like psychotic breakdown. Not even psychotic breakdown, but like a little like just someone that is very disconnected from you know, what's going on in the world. Um, I'm not going to say, like, this is going to put all black people back because we've seen white people do this. You know what I'm saying? We, what was the young lady who did it with her daughter? She killed her daughter. We found out she killed her daughter. And, yep. you know, they done made whole Lifetime movies off of her. She's yep. out in the streets living her life, you know? So they sure did. I'm not going to say this is not going to put us back on anything, but I think we need to be more aware of the mental health of our black people um, yeah. when dealing with stress and trauma and how they're reacting to other things in their lives that will push them to the edge for a t- attention-seeking um, situation like that. Yo, this is T, uh, Rich from Philly, and yeah, that shit is just wow. <laughs> Until next time. <laughs> that laugh at the end. <laughs> I mean, I think, I think, I mean, there's clearly like a humor to this story because black people love to make a joke about stuff. But the, we don't take anything seriously, right? But the truth of the matter is, there are black women, children, men, women that are missing that haven't been found. So I don't want this to deter people from actually sharing posts right. of people. I feel like just as people, it but don't you, lose nothing to share posts if somebody is missing. If they lying, do you know what you're gonna say every time now? What? This better not be a Carly Russell situation. <laughs> you are. better be missing. Like they that's are. how we are. They are. Let's take one more call. So the press conference. I had some feelings about that. Um, I do find it a little dubious, the story. But his choice of words, if you notice that he said several times that she claimed, Carly claimed, claimed. Not her statement was, he he switched over to that. But his choice of words um, I feel like skewed in a negative manner for her. So, um, I have, I have m- mixed feelings about this. Mm. That's understandable. 
But I think if I hadn't already had a like an inkling, then I would probably feel the same. But I feel like he got an inkling too. <laughs> but now twelve will flip the script on you. Now they will. Twelve will skew that, choose that language real careful. They sure will. Well, we're gonna keep. You know, we're gonna stay in the know about this and mm-hmm. and come back. Thank y'all for calling and being so quick to call one eight five five Amanda eight. That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. You know what? But I love about our callers is that they they all seemed to share at the very least a certain level of empathy and compassion mm-hmm. for the reality of the situation were this to actually be a hoax. Yeah. And we want to always ground ourselves in that high vibration thinking. We up, we up, we up. The Amanda Seal Show. We up. Whether it's audiobooks or all-time greatest hits, long live listening to your favorites. Learn more about Kaskali Ribocyclob 200 milligrams at KISQALI.com and talk to your doctor to see if Kaskali is right for you. McDonald's is not new to chicken. So maybe stop questioning that chicken cred and get your hands on the McCrispy. Juicy fried chicken, buttery bun, unmatched pickle to chicken ratio. Yeah, they know what they're doing. In fact, we can honestly say they're not new to chicken. They're true to chicken. The McCrispy. Only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Up, we up, we up. We ain't nobody's who no. We shaking up the And uh, it's time for Word of the Day. It is. Let's do it. The Word of the Day is dauntless. Dauntless. Actually, you know what? I want to I wanna add a little element to it. Dauntless. You sound like the school principal over the intercom. <laughs> good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening, everybody. This is your host, Amanda Seals. We have to do like my high school principal. It was like a, a, a quiet storm voice she would come on the intercom with. Hope everybody's having a good day. And I hope it gets even better now that you listen to us. <laughs> All right, now the word is dauntless. Dauntless. Um, so it's less of something. We know that. Um, <laughs> so without something daunt, um, something that. Not, <laughs> Did something, you say without something daunt? Uh, something that's not challenging. Is it not a challenge? Maybe. I actually like. I like hearing you put it together. It's never right, but I. <laughs> but I, I like the your thought process always makes sense. Uh-huh. Um, dauntless is fearless. So when something's daunting, Mm -hmm. you know, it is, uh, when something is daunting, it's like not, it's not like threatening. It's more so like, uh, a challenge. Intimidating. Intimidating. Yes. And so dauntless is something that it, someone who is fearless of daunt, of daunts. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Incapable of being intimidated or subdued. Mm, Okay. Incapable. Mm -hmm. So, you know, uh, maybe to her chagrin. Charlie Russell was dauntless uh, in the carrying out of a possible hoax. Ooh, dang, Carly. Dang, Carly. We talked about it all last hour, y'all. You if you did. missed it, make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast and check it out. The Amanda Seals Show. All right, Jeremiah, what subjects are what we be talking about this hour? This hour, we're actually going to hit you with the I be knowing, Amanda, because it's your time to hit us with, you know, what you be knowing. <laughs> Plus, we got some 60-second headlines coming this hour as well, and we got more phone calls from your girl, 
um, from today's group chat. I was like, who's my girl? <laughs> Who is my girl? All right, well, hit me up, hit me up. Remember, if you haven't checked out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast, it premiered yesterday, Side Effects of Willful Ignorance, and you can watch it on YouTube, Amanda Seals TV, as of today, 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. You can also watch the first episode of my vlog series, Amanda on the Move. I was on tour all last year, and it was a very, very interesting time, and I have chronicled it for you and yours, so make sure you check that out also on Amanda Seals TV. And if you have haven't got enough of that then make sure you also go and subscribe to my patreon the amandaverse all right go and subscribe over there next up we got i be knowing because i got some things to get off my chest it's time to listen laugh and learn it's the amanda seals show Welcome back to the Amanda Seals Show. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible. I'm Amanda Seals. And Amanda, it's time to hit the people with a... I be knowing. Okay. <laughs> so this week, the actors went on strike. Mm-hmm. And there was a lot of talk, a lot of things that people are saying about, you know, what the strike is about. Why do rich actors need to go on strike? Mm-hmm. Um First of all, actors are not rich. There are some actors who are wealthy. There are some actors who are rich. But for the most part, actors are known for being broke. That being said, the bigger conversation is really around, should people get paid fairly for what they do? Now, that's a very broad conversation, right? So I've seen people in my comments say things like, well, actors are getting paid more than teachers and they shouldn't. And I think what we have to remember is that in a capitalist system, there is going to be different um it's a false equivalency it's a false equivalency to create it's a false equivalency to compare the industries of teaching and entertainment Mm -hmm. because the actual money doesn't even operate the same way teachers are absolutely not being paid what they should however they're not bringing this they're not bringing ip into the space in the same way that actors are. What I mean by that is I don't mean to say that teachers are not creating projects, that right. teachers are not, you know, being uh, creating curriculums, et cetera. I don't mean to say that at all. But what I mean to say is within the teaching um, professional space, there isn't a commercial process for how that gets more money into teaching. Whereas actors are literally and writers bringing intellectual property into a space that is creating money out of that property and then not actually bringing that money back to the people who created it. Am I making sense? You're making sense. So I think we have to understand the uniqueness about different industries. But the reality is, is that just like there's a uniqueness amongst all different black folks in the diaspora, there is one whole common thread, which is exploitation. Yes. Exploitation. If you are a laborer, you should be getting paid the relatively fair amount to the folks who are at the top of your labor field. The people who are managing the labor force should not make such a drastic amount more than the labor force that is actually working in these industries. There is a common process of saying, oh, well, these executives deserve, but the people don't. Right. And that's the other part of it, too. It'd be one thing if it was like we're giving out all y'all bonuses mm-hmm. and we as executives are also going to give ourselves bonuses. Mm-hmm. Right. Because ultimately they're serving a board and they're trying to make decisions to get stocks and things elevated but and whatnot. But within capitalism, that chasm is what keeps capitalism going. That's yeah, sure. And I feel like what we are about to see is a breaking point. We saw the breaking point in the French Revolution of the chasm that kept the monarchy going. Mm -hmm. 
And we saw how that turned out. Not good. These systems that are built on exploiting the people that actually make the systems work can only last for so long. And whether you're an actor or a teacher, when you get up and you go to work and you pour into the space, you deserve to feel like you are not being drained, but that you are being supported by what you do and the people who win from you doing what you do. Y'all know what that is. I be knowing. Coming up next, we're going to hit the phone line. So hit us up, 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. See Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. Pick up the phone. You heard from us. You can always hit my line. Now, we want to hear from you. Hello. What's on your mind? Hit us up on the hotline. Join Amanda's combo. Get it off your chest. 855-262-6328. This is Jeremiah Like the Bible. Oh my gosh, it's Amanda Seals. And we've got, we've been getting a lot of calls, y'all, on Carly Red. Oh my God. Carly Russell. <laughs> Carly Russell, Carly Russell, Carly Russell. Um, and the situation that happened with her and her disappearance case in Hoover, Alabama. And we love y'all calls per usual. So anytime you want to call, call us at 1-855-AMANDA-8. That's 1-855-262-6328. Let's go to the phone lines and hear our thoughts on the Carly Russell um, press conference and disappearance case. Amanda, I'm just so disappointed. I don't know what to think. I just know it probably set us back 400 years. I really feel like she needs psychiatric help. Hey, Amanda, this is Nicole from Virginia. Um, I just really felt like from when they were giving out the details that something was missing, especially walking on a freeway, a toddler, and no one else called about a toddler or no one else saw a toddler. And then they weren't even looking for the toddler. Like, what happened to the toddler? Um, but in the grand scheme of things, I really think, obviously, there's some mental issues going on, some some kind of behavior disorder, mental illness, mental health, mental disorder. It's something that makes people do things like this because it's actually kind of common. Um, and I think we just need to look into her life. What's going on in, in her home? What's going on in her head? And it's just really sad because now they're going to be like, well, that's why they don't put effort into looking for black women, this, that, and the third. But I'm glad she's alive, but I hope she gets the help that she needs. It's just really giving us Jesse Smullett, or I can't remember how to say his name. It's giving that all again. And I'm sure they're going to bring her up on charges. But that's my two cents. Bye. Love you. The people got thoughts, Amanda. The yeah. people have thoughts. I love that the people have thoughts. And I love that the people want to share their thoughts with us. Mm-hmm. So thank y'all for sharing your thoughts. And also, remember, you can always share your thoughts with us at one eight five five 8 That's one eight five five two six two six three two eight. Yes. And if you know, if you miss what hear our thoughts on the on the Carly Russell situation, we gave them. But you gotta go to the daily podcast. Yeah, you gotta do it. Wherever you get your podcast, the Amanda Seal show is available in case you miss anything on the show. You know, it was a whole group chat Thursday. We had a lot to talk about. Ooh, and we was talking and y'all was talking. Mm-hmm. It's definitely worth listening to. And remember, you can also check out Small Doses Podcast wherever you get your podcast. This week's episode, Side Effects of Willful Ignorance. Coming up next on on this group chat Thursday, we got 60 second headlines. So don't go anywhere. See Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up. What is the world we live in? I don't know. 
about Jeremiah. I don't know. This is the Amanda Seal Show. And we're just trying to do our best yes. to bring y'all some content that makes you live, laugh, and learn within this world we live in. I'm Amanda Seals. I'm Jeremiah. You like the Bible. Thank you for joining us on this group chat Thursday. We covered quite a bit. Jeremiah, catch him up. Well, we broke down our thoughts on the entire Carly Russell situation. I'm the young woman who went, who disappeared in Hoover, Alabama. They yeah. had a press conference. And things aren't lining up right now, guys. So we gave our thoughts. Looking a bit super sonic sketchy. It is. We also talked about civil rights leaders of today who are on the front lines for the community and are they held to a higher standard than most and celebrities being on the front lines of the movement. We talked about all of that. Plus, we talked about dating. We did, Amanda. We, we gave y'all the rundown on how to ask somebody what we doing. We did and it was so good. Yeah, yeah. Jeremiah and I played like a role playing game mm-hmm. where we basically demonstrated for you all like this is how you can ask somebody like what are we really doing mm-hmm. and we gave you a situation where it ends in a really good way yeah. and a situation where it ends maybe in a more disappointing way. Because we keep it real on the show. That's what we always do. It's not a rom-com. Some of y'all won't find the love of y'all life. They gonna leave you alone in the Starbucks. Dang. It well, happens. It does happen. Mm-hmm. It does happen. And you know, we keep it so real that I always gotta share with y'all my IB knowing. So I definitely yes. shared my thoughts on what it really means for the labor uh, unions to strike and yeah. why it's important. Mm-hmm. Also, Jeremiah gave you the most likely to and we gave you six second headlines. I mean, we gave you so much. Yes, yes, you did. We gave you so much. We gave you so much and still we want to give you a chance to go catch it if you missed it. So make sure you go to wherever you get your podcast and check out the Amanda Seal Show. Also check out the latest episode of Small Doses Podcast with side effects of willful ignorance. And if you want even more content, you're like, I just can't get enough. Then you can go and subscribe to theamandaverse.com, which is my Patreon. And if you're still like, I I need more, Amanda. I need more. Well, I just launched a vlog series on YouTube called Amanda on the Move. If you want more of that, more than that, I don't know what to tell you. I'll go watch episodes of my brother and me. <laughs> I don't want to say A box it. <laughs> okay. Coming up on Friday's show, it's a fun Friday, a feel-good Friday. We'll have things I learned this week, the public sales announcement and the black spin. Plus, we'll keep it positive with Black Joy Stories. Shout out to the AKAs for spreading black joy and also Dwayne Wade and JT from the City Girls, all featured in our Black Joy Stories tomorrow. So all that and more is coming up on Friday's Amanda Seal Show. Remember, we are each other's business. When we look out for each other, we lift each other up. Even if it turns out that when you were looking for me, I wasn't really missing. It's the Amanda Seal Show. The Amanda Seal Show. We up, we up, we up.